All right, everybody. Casey back with another VIP horror podcast. I told you guys I'd be releasing my take and my review on Pet Cemetery, which I just saw this past weekend. So if you guys have not seen this movie, I'm going to go ahead and warn you, these are spoilers. And if you guys have seen this movie, then great. Listen to this and hear my review. So, and I'm going to also be releasing another episode this week. I'll be releasing my review on WrestleMania 35. I will have a guest, uh, Chase Rollins, one of my best friends. Uh, We're going to be reviewing and giving you our take on WrestleMania 35. But I'm going to wait for the Raw after WrestleMania, which is tonight, and the SmackDown after WrestleMania, which is tomorrow. And the reason why I'm going to wait on that is because they have NXT call-ups and they have a lot of surprises happen these two nights. So I'm gonna wait till after all that because it kind of gives you a direction on where WWE is going, with you know how they're gonna be landscaped out this year. So I'll give you a review on that, and like I said, I will be having Chase to join me. And if you guys are looking for any or looking to give me any ideas on certain episodes, whether that be horror movies that you want me to discuss, horror franchises, uh, certain bands, certain albums from past, present, future and any wrestling uh, pay-per-views coming up or any times or eras of wrestling and certain video games coming up. If you guys have any type of discussions like that, you can find me at VIP Dark Angel on Twitter and on Instagram, Casey VIP. So, and I want to let everybody know I am on Spotify now, so you guys can listen to me on there. I know a lot of people have Spotify, and I'm on like six or seven different uh apps my podcast is on on quite a few uh podcast apps so i'm i'm getting out there people and i like that and i appreciate all the support you guys are giving me um i appreciate every bit of feedback i get uh whether that be negative or positive if there's anything i can do to change and make it more enjoyable or more better you let me know because i'm up for that that's why i'm here so anyways the review on Pet Cemetery, the 2019 version. I absolutely love this movie. Uh, this movie was way better than the original. And I love the original. The original is actually uh, a, a classic. And it's hard to beat originals. But they've done really good with this one. Just like they did with Stephen King's It. I thought the remake uh, was a whole lot better than the original. Some people begged to differ. Some people enjoyed the remake a whole lot better. Um, but this is this is one that I personally thought the remake was better. Uh, it was a little bit more darker. It was a little bit more of a serious tone. Um, it just it, it was it was a great movie overall. The only part that I did not like and I, I I don't really understand was the kids at the very beginning, which you saw in the first trailer, where they're beating on the drums and wearing the mask. <coughs> Excuse me. So anyways, they were, you know, those kids that was in the beginning of the movie, I didn't really understand that part because at the very beginning of the movie, you had Ellie and Rachel uh, at the house. Uh, They saw the kids. They went and watched what they were doing. Well, they were wheelbarrowing, looked like a dog, I couldn't really tell, a dog or whatever, to the pet cemetery, and they were all wearing masks. Well, Ellie asked her mom, Rachel, what are they doing? And she said, Whatever word it was, I can't remember, but it was like a parade of the dead. So anyways, Rachel said, come on, Ellie, let's go back to the house. They go back to the house. Of course, Ellie gets curious, little girl, little kid, gets curious, typical horror movie, 
she goes back into the woods to try to find where the kids went. Well, she finds the pet cemetery. The part that was very confusing for me is all the kids that was wearing all the masks were all on the pet's grave sites. So where did all the kids go? That part I don't understand. Uh, they never said anything about the kids in the movie. They never elaborated. You just saw them at the beginning of the movie, and that was it. Uh, so I don't know if they left it open for a reason, or, you know, I, I don't know. I don't know. They didn't really say anything. But, yeah, so I don't know what to think of that one. That's the, probably about the only part of the movie that I did not like. Well, of course, Ellie tries to climb up to the classic sticks piling up that leads to the burial ground where you can bury the dead and they come back. Well, Judd sees her crawling up there. Judd tells her to get down. She gets stung by a wasp. She falls down. <coughs> so Judd pulls the stinger out. Rachel, of course, comes to find Ellie. This is where Judd meets the family. So anyways, Judd ends up having dinner with them that night. Church comes up there. That's when he gets introduced to church. The friendly cat at the time. I want to keep that in mind. This is when the cat was still alive. So, I think it's the very next day, uh, Judd motions uh, Lewis over there to ask Lewis if he could talk to him. Well, they find Church dead. Well, they tell him that they're going to have to hide it from Ellie because Ellie absolutely loves Church the cat. That's her favorite thing. So, anyways, <clears throat> later that evening, Judd... And Lois goes to bury the cat in the pet cemetery. But not the Indian burial ground part. Just the normal cemetery part. Judd says, Ellie really loved that cat, didn't he? Didn't she? And of course, Lois said, absolutely. Well, Judd grabs the bag that they're about to bury Church in. Says, follow me. This is where they go up to the Indian burial ground. Very creepy atmosphere, very cool how they done that. I like how they done this version better than the 1989 and the 1992 sequel. I thought it was a little bit more creepier, made a whole lot more sense with how they had that like little magical feel to it. Really liked it. They bury Church. Lewis comes home, <clears throat> tells Rachel that they went and buried the cat, and they get up the next morning. They're discussing about that they're going to tell Ellie, that church ran away. Well, they didn't want to tell her that church died. Well, they go to tell Ellie that church ran away, and she says, no, he didn't. He was at my window last night, and he's right over there, too, in the closet. Tense moment building up. Very, very tense moment. Lewis opens up the uh, closet door. Church hisses, <coughs> and church is there intact. Lewis, of course, looks confused, wondering what the hell is going on. He just seen this cat die. Judd didn't really tell uh, Lewis that burying the cat there, that the cat would come back. He didn't really tell him that. So, of course, Lewis is confused. Rachel is confused. Rachel said, I thought you said the cat was dead. And he's like, he was. So, <clears throat> Lewis goes over there to where Judd's house is and told him that the cat came back. Of course, Judd explained the whole thing on Pet Cemetery about how they come back. <coughs> Tells a whole backstory on it. Really cool moment. So, anyways, <coughs> they end up having a birthday party for Ellie. Now, obviously, if you've seen the second trailer to this movie, uh, 
you seen that Ellie is the one that dies, not Gage. And I don't think they should have revealed that. I thought that would have been a better shock factor if you went into this movie and hadn't seen the second trailer of it. And you seen Ellie die instead of Gage. That would just have been like, holy shit, I didn't see that coming. But they didn't do that. They reviewed too much in the second trailer. So, but judging by the audience, there was probably a few people in there that actually haven't seen the second trailer because the part where... Ellie runs out to the road. They were playing hide and go seek. Ellie runs out to the road because she sees church. Backtrack a little bit. Lewis went to drop church off somewhere because he realized church is not the same cat. Church is very mean. Um, and he actually clawed uh, Ellie too. So he went to drop church off in the middle of nowhere. Well, church found his way back home. And he happened to find his way back home right whenever Ellie was having her birthday party. So, of course, her curious, she sees Church walking towards her. She walks up to him in the middle of the road. Well, here comes one of these 18-wheelers that goes 100 miles an hour down that dirt road, which I cannot figure out why. Still, I cannot figure out why. Even in the 1989 original, like, why the hell do 18-wheelers just fly down that dirt road like it's nothing? Well, it's not actually a dirt road, but why do they fly down that road? Makes no damn sense. Like, yeah, 18-wheelers ain't going to fly that fast down a residential neighborhood. Just throwing that out there. But, hey, it adds a certain element to the movie. It's what you expect. It's how the story gets set up. So, anyways, Gage starts running towards the road. Lewis starts screaming in a panic, running towards the road to grab Gage. And hearing everybody in the audience, everybody's like... <gasps> So everybody was expecting Gage to die. So I'm assuming a lot of people that was in this audience did not see the second trailer of this movie. So that was a pretty cool, like like I said, if they wouldn't have revealed that in the second trailer, that would have been an awesome shock factor. Freaking awesome shock factor. But they revealed it. So I knew what was going to happen. He grabs Gage. 18-wheeler slams on its brakes, right? It jackknifes. The trailer comes off the rig. And slides right into Ellie and kills her. Pretty crucial moment. <clears throat> Lewis goes over there, picks up her lifeless body, starts playing, you know, doesn't start playing anything, and just goes in slow motion. Shows them at Ellie's funeral, which for a kid's funeral, <laughs> there wasn't really a lot of people there. I, you know, they could have made it out to be like there was going to be more people there. I think there's only like a total of. 15 or 20 people there. I mean, surely they got more family than that. So anyways, <clears throat> they're there at the funeral. Lewis is sitting there watching her casket go into the ground. Him and Judd just look at each other. Judd looks at him because I think Judd's thinking what Lewis is thinking. And Lewis is thinking about burying Ellie and bringing her back because he's seen it worked with church. So anyways, <clears throat> Rachel's upset. She decides to go to her parents' house for a few days. She takes Gage with her, begging Lewis to go. Lewis doesn't. Lewis decides to stay back. Later that night, Judd is having a fire. Lewis goes over there, <clears throat> has a few drinks with Judd. But Lewis puts something in Judd's drink to make him pass out. And the reason why Lewis done that is because he did not want Judd to stop him from bringing back Ellie. Because he knew that's what he was thinking. So... <clears throat> Judd passed out. Lewis went and dug up Ellie, took her up to the pet cemetery, took her up to the Indian burial ground, if that's what you want to call it, buried her. 
course she came back. Well, that night she cut I like how they played with the idea. You didn't know if it was really her, if she was normal because she was asked uh Lois to lay in bed with her and she was talking about her birthday party and she remembered that she blacked out and she said, I'm dead, ain't I, Daddy? He's like, No, 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 you're not. I like how they play with that idea, like you kinda wonder, like, holy shit, is this is this her? Or is she going to come back evil? Of course, we all know she's going to come back evil. But I like how they played with that idea a little bit. Anyways, Lewis wakes up. Rachel's calling him, says she can't... Or Judd wakes up. Rachel's calling him, says she cannot get a hold of Lewis. Could Judd go over there and check on him? So he did. And Lewis is acting really weird, acting really fishy. Well, he notices the blood on Lewis's hand and the dirt from digging up. Judd says to Lewis, if you've done something that you shouldn't have, it's not too late to change it. Well, of course, Ellie hears him. Not happy about that. Judd, of course, is freaked out, walking down the house, walking from the house, going back to his house. He looks up in the second window, and he sees Ellie up there. Freaks out, okay? Runs back to his house, grabs a gun, starts loading it. <clears throat> he hears something upstairs. Really playing nostalgia to the 1989 version with this. He runs upstairs, starts looking around the room. A lot of tension building up. It's it's pretty creepy. I ain't gonna lie. A lot of tension building up. He goes into the back bedroom, kind of like cliche to Gage in the 1989 version. Well, everybody's expecting her to be underneath the bed, cause that's what it was in the 1989 version with Gage. Well, Lewis kicks the bed. Nobody's under there. So Lewis starts walking back down the steps. All of a sudden, you hear another noise. He turns around. What's at the top of steps? Church, the cat. He says, I'll take care of you. Went to aim the gun at church. And then, bam! Ellie stabs him in the ankle. He falls over. Falls down. She takes off her mask. And she transforms into her wife's face. His wife's face that passed away. Said, look what you've done to me. I haven't forgot about you killing me or something like that. So, I, you know, I've I read in further reading that they're looking to do a prequel with this. So, I don't know if that may have something to do with it. They didn't really elaborate, but <clears throat> they kind of left that hole a little bit open, too. Didn't even think about that one until just now. So, anyways, Judd is reaching for the gun. Ellie ends up putting on the mask and killing him. I mean, it was pretty, pretty bad kill. I mean, you, I mean, I was really impressed with it, honestly. So anyways, <clears throat> Ellie goes back over to the house. Lewis has no idea that Judd's even dead. Rachel ends up coming home, asking Lewis what's going on. And then all of a sudden, here comes Ellie around the corner. Rachel is absolutely freaked out. Like, they done... The actress who's playing Rachel had done a really good job. Like, she is completely freaked out that Ellie is back from the dead. And Ellie goes over there and hugs her. And Rachel's refusing to hug her. Refusing. And, of course, Lewis is saying, Rachel, hug your daughter. Hug your daughter. She refuses to. Anyways. So, after all that goes on, <clears throat> Lewis goes over to Judd's house. Finds Judd dead. Well, of course, Ellie's now trying to kill her mother, Rachel. Well, they end up having a struggle. Rachel ends up throwing Gage. She locks herself in the bathroom, ends up throwing Gage out the window to Lewis. Well, Ellie ends up killing Rachel. Well, the time 
Lewis gets up there. Uh, Ellie is gone. Rachel looks at Lewis and grabs him and says, Please do not bury me and bring me back. Lewis turns around. Bam, Ellie hits him. Ellie goes and buries her mom, Rachel, in the Indian burial ground. Lewis ends up having a fight with Ellie. They fight in the pet cemetery. Puts his foot down on her chest. Has the shovel. About ready to hit her in the head. And then, bam! Stake goes right through him. And it's revealed as Rachel. Okay? So Rachel came back from the dead. Now, before all that, they put Gage in the car. Lewis put Gage in the car, locked him in the car, and told him, do not open the door for nobody. So Gage is asleep in the car, okay, while all this is going on. Well, once they put the stake through Lewis's heart, Rachel and Ellie go to bury Lewis. Well, Gage is slowly waking up in the car. You see the family, all three of them, who's dead and now buried and came back, walking from Judd's house, which is on fire. Getting rid of the evidence, I guess. <laughs> so anyways, Lewis walks up to the car. Gage is looking at them all, confused. Lewis waves at Gage. Gage still looks confused. All of a sudden, you hear the car door all unlock. Boom, roll of credits. Absolutely perfect way to end this movie. I really liked what they done with this. If I had to give a score on this 1 out of 10, i give it an 8.5. So if you have not seen this movie yet and you're wondering if it's good or if it's better than the original, it is. They've done really great on this. I recommend everybody seeing it. So, yes, excellent movie. So that wraps up this episode of the VIP Horror Podcast. That is my review and my take on Pet Cemetery. If, like I said, if you hadn't seen it, go see it. It's worth seeing it. And I will be having a review later this month for La Llorona. I hope I said that right. Uh, movie produced by the producers of uh, The Conjuring franchise. So this is probably going to be a really good movie. I'm actually really looking forward to this one. So I will have a review on that. But thank you for joining me on the VIP Horror Podcast. Um, and like I said, you can find me on Spotify now and a few other podcast outlets and a few other apps. So thank you guys for all the feedback that you give me. Thank you for listening. And I will be back with another episode this week of the WrestleMania 35 review. All right. You guys stay good. <laughs>